This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, I'm very excited about this new edition of the J Train Podcast. These are bonus episodes. This is a free preview of what we'll be doing on a Patreon page starting in July. So for $3 a month, you'll get three bonus J Train episodes. And they're going to be a lot like the ones you're going to hear right here. So today we have Steve Ranazizi. Next week we got a friend of mine coming on to do more of a loose episode that you wouldn't find on the normal J Train feed. So go to Patreon and you can sign up for the J Train podcast there for bonus material. But the first two, I'm going to give them to you for free. So check it out. Enjoy. And sign up at Patreon for three bucks a month and get a minimum of three bonus episodes of the J Train podcast. You can find the link on my Twitter at J Train 56 or Instagram at Jared Freed. Look for the link for the Patreon page and sign up today. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Mohegan Sun uh, Comics at Mohegan Sun. I've been having the pleasure this weekend of opening for a super funny guy, and I'm so pumped to have him on. Um, and I'm just going to get right to it because we're, we're doing this in between the shows, uh, which is like, this is a first for me. I'm on the road. Usually I do this big, ridiculous opening. But today, Steve ran is easy. Th- well, Jared, thank, thank you, you so thank much. Thank you very much for having me. And also, I have to say, I, I've been on a good amount of podcasts, yeah. but no one's ever hired, hired Billy Joel to play, <laughs> play background. Just some of his best hits in the background. I said, Billy, play the hits. And I want to bring like, the house lights give down. Give me a dollar. Yeah. And you were like, all right. Here you go, Billy. Here's a dollar. And then he went up there. Yeah. I mean, it's just really nice of him. And, like, you know, it'll be the whole podcast. Yes. You'll get to listen to We have a piano, a pianist. Yeah. In the background playing us in. This is true. Usually we have, like, music and stuff, and, like, I have, like, effects, but we're out of the studio. So it's like, this is an on the road thing. Do you feel weird being out of the studio? Yes. I feel a little, it's different. I mean, I, this might be like a bonus episode. I don't sure. know what this is going to oh, be. Oh, great. Way to limit it now. Well, listen, you're to, yeah, at the top. You're like an you know, Look, a, we don't know what this is going to be. <laughs> we don't know I don't even know will. if these we mics work. E- we might not even put it up. All right. You know, it might just be one that I listen to at home but <laughs> <laughs> on my own time. But um, listen, I, I, I'm pumped to have you here. Let's like I want to go right awesome. into the emails. And, go for and it. listen, everybody, if you don't follow Steve already, go follow him. Go support him. You have a podcast. Yes. And you know him from the League and Comedy Central Special. Mm-hmm. But you have a podcast of yourself. I just I started know. it in January. It's called Hear Me This Book. And explain. Give us the one. Because people ask me all the time, what else can I listen to? So oh, what okay. would be the one minute? Um, I would say that I don't read books. I haven't read many books, okay. or especially <laughs> I, the ones I should have read. This you is know. why we get along so well. Yes, <laughs> I'm not well read. Yeah. So I have awesome guests on to explain to me. The books that I should have read, you know, like okay. we'll take a book and then they'll just kind of beat it out for so, me. So sometimes we just we don't even talk about the book. Sometimes okay. we just use it as a jumping off point for a conversation. It's like but old school spark notes. It's sort of yeah. It's not you're not going to be able to pass a test by listening to the podcast, but you'll probably have a good time. I I gotta say I'm not a read. I I like. Did you ever do summer reading? Yeah, like in I had high to. School? That's, that was the limitations of anything I ever read. Do you know in high school I like did a cost benefit analysis, and I was like summer reading's bullshit. Okay. So I would never do the summer reading. 
And like that was like my thing. So you would start the year because the way summer reading read for my school was that you did the summer reading and then like week one after the first week, like week two, you got to test on what there was something to do with the summer reading. I'm like, I can't start off with an F like right away. In my mind, I was like, I can get through this. I'll fit where there's a will. There's a way. But I'm not doing I'm not spending months of my summer reading these books. Yeah. So, you know, for the one week. I, I'd rather cram the one week. This is like my mental. I'd rather do the one week of like, okay, I'll figure it out. Yep. Then the two months of like missing out on like going outside and shit. Yeah. So I, I always thought of it. like it's summer reading. I'm like, oh, that's why I thought books take like a whole summer to read. And that's why I was like, <laughs> I'm not fucking doing this every single day. Like, or, you know, like, why would you read books when it's not the it's, summer? It takes three months. Yeah. This is it ridiculous. Takes a whole, yeah. I got like two books. But now this year, because I started the podcast, yeah. I've actually read four books, which well, is it like, makes you want to do it. Yeah, I've got some great recommendations, and I'm I'm doing it more, and it's more enjoyable. And I like, remember I was in seventh grade, and there was like we had to do reading, and I remember the teacher was like, we were like sitting in a circle, and she was like, Jared, stand up and tell us about chapter or whatever. And I remember I didn't read it at all, but uh, I was like, let's bullshit. Okay, here we go. Time to bullshit. <laughs> and I stood up and gave. This like ten minute speech about what happened and like went on and on and on and that's when like looking back I'm like oh teachers were just fucking with us yeah <laughs> I mean <laughs> that they really like they didn't care you no know, like, I think they were just using it to assess like who who's the fuck off who didn't yes. do anything who's gonna bullshit me <laughs> and it's I like was a personality <laughs> test yes you know because I remember sitting down and she was like you didn't read. One word of yeah. this book. <laughs> but you're going to bullshit me. Yeah. So if I can point you in the right direction <laughs> yeah. and use your you know, your mouth as was, a gift. That's what, you know, now yeah. we do comedy. So By the way, this guy now sounds like David Tell singing Billy Joel out here. Do you hear that? <laughs> He's just barking <laughs> it out. <laughs> um, let's do the emails. You ready? Let's hear him. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. You can send anything you'd like. Um, very excited. Steve Rand is easy. Hear me. This book. Hear me this book is the podcast. Go yep. check it out. Uh, this first one. First one, let's do I have a screamer in my hands. Okay. Okay. Yo, J Train, used to listen to your podcast a couple years back in the TFM days, recently refound it while trying to survive my summer job. I love seeing that nothing's changed. And you're still giving top tier advice to the douchebags of college and beyond. Listen to your Jew wisdom. We have a lot of Jew things that go I think I'm the is first it, Jew that some of these people have ever heard. You, is it just for my benefit, is it anti-Semitic? No, Jew it's stuff? more like they do it like it's more. Hey, you're filthy my Jew. Jew. You're my Jew. <laughs> like, I think it's in good, but fun. not like you're my filthy Jew. Yeah, yeah, okay, no, no, no. All it's right. all in the tone. Got like it. this is Jew wisdom. You know, okay. I'll take, I feel like I have a wizard's hat. You know, so you could have been wearing one when he wrote that. By the way, <laughs> yes. Uh, on the varied subjects associated with nav- navigating the minefield that is current dating situation, one of the highlights of my week. Anyways, enough with all the feather talk. I have a problem. Usually I say it feathers my nuts when they send me Snapchats, which it does. JTrain56 on Snapchat. It feathers my nuts <laughs> when you guys tell me you listen to the podcast. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I started hooking up with a girl, a 784. What's we that have a rating mean? system here on the podcast. Oh, my God. It's the area code method. All right. Face, body, personality. Face, body, personality. 784. Face. So I'm real slow, so let me. Face is a 7. Body's an 8. Personality's a 4. four. Okay. Okay. Got it. And th- and things quickly went in the direction of friends with benefits. Before hooking up, I wasn't sure what would happen and was open to see where it went. But after two to three pillow talk sessions, her constant self-obsession and inability to talk about anything other than how hard, hard her orgo class is, I get it, you want to be a doctor, was too much and is heading to in the friends with benefits direction. Anyways, sex is great and I want to continue having it. And he writes in parentheses, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but there's a problem. I have three roommates, and this girl, no joke, makes the loudest sex noises I've ever heard. Not to stroke myself because it's later in the week and I abide by the schedule. We have a masturbation schedule that we abide cool, by cool. on the podcast. As, uh, as you should. As every podcast. I'm sure Hear Me This Book has one, too. Yep. Uh, but it's actually like a porn video in this shit. You, you thought that Taylor Swift, Swift goat was loud, but that shit is a lullaby compared to this girl climaxing. I know. I'm surprised as you are that she finishes. Anyways, this was a great at first, but don't get me wrong. But at this point, it's too much, and she starts started to keep all my roommates up. I want to continue with friends with benefits as well as not piss off my roommates and any of our surrounding neighbors, but don't know how to go about telling her to turn it down a notch without jeopardizing the friends with benefits situation or possibly making the sex worse as a side effect of telling her she's too loud, making her self-conscious by thinking her thinking I don't like her to be freaky in bed. Advice from you and your esteemed guests would be much appreciated. Again, longtime fan. Thanks for any tip. Great. Keep up the great work. What do you think? Whoa. Have you ever been in a situation like this? Yeah. Yeah. Girl told me you're too loud. And I was like, all right, I'll tone it down. <laughs> I get Stop. real into it. I all get all the screaming out of you. It sounds like, you know, the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. <laughs> Horses. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, the screamer is like a, I remember in college that the, you would hear the screamer on the floor, or you could mm. tell it's an embarrassing thing because for the I just feel like for the guy, you you know I think he's pretty obvious in this that he knows that what he's doing is not warranting the uh, yes that what he's getting he he so gets that and now his it's roommates a, it's a production yeah his yeah. roommates now are probably you know they're all tuned in so like what are you doing like yeah you know, like they're probably it just sucks it sucks because and it, for exactly the reason he said he's like I don't want her. He doesn't want to ruin a good thing with one little tiny thing yeah. that's going to be in her head and be well, like, oh, what's wrong with the set? You know, we know that these are, you know, these are tight wire at, walks. Yeah, because of the rating, I know that she's a four personality, yes. which means she's not going to take the news of tone it down, sweetie. Yeah. I've got three roommates. <laughs> Why don't you shut the fuck very up? Very well. <laughs> yeah. Because that second number, the eight. Yeah. Signifies to me she's not used to getting told that very no. often. <laughs> not very many times. And she's probably not used to having sex in small confined spaces as no. well. She's usually in a king bed. Yeah. Or John down. Stamos's Malibu mansion yes. or something like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you tell her if you tell her, then you will it's not going to go well. I, Ma- I would I would predict that it's not gonna go well. I think the the thing is with guys though, once you know, I would say like, like you said, in college, you would hear that like other dorm, and you'd be like, you'd be like happy for it. Yep. You'd hear that other fraternity room. You'd be like, you turn into like the, <laughs> the janitor from Rudy, just like clapping in the hallway. You yeah. know, like good for you. you but if you, I'm in a hotel you know, like we are, yeah, go it, for it. Let it fly. Let it go. That's what I, I, th- I think. That's the advice. You got to go away games with her. You got to make it so you go to her place. Make it her roommate's problem. Yeah. Not your roommate's problem. And on weekends. You should be allowed to make those noises. I don't think you say anything. I think if it's a friends with benefits what? situation, just on a, what are you in a, on a what? what are you a postman? You have a business schedule <laughs> yeah. Monday through Friday. You fucking yeah. zip it. All right, <laughs> yeah. keep it to yourself. No, my point is Saturday and Monday Sunday through, you can go crazy. Weekday Buck wild. day. If you're gonna hook up with this girl on a weekday, you do away games. You go to her place. Okay. If you're gonna do a weekend, then your place is open because your roommates should be more okay with the screaming. Yep. Also. I would get into 
good, you know, a I'm not panic saying, room situation. Was that a panic room? Yeah, they should start, get... start putting up soundproof yeah, walls, like those, all those yeah, foam those things crates everywhere. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, I started a band. Yeah, <laughs> starting a podcast. Yeah, I'm starting a podcast with Billy Joel. <laughs> you should do this podcast from his place, and we could do the, see if it's as yeah. distracting as the Billy Joel playing <laughs> the piano right now. I think the move for him is to get a little rough in the bed. Oh, okay. So, so you match her noise. With, with your a, intensity, with your intensity of, fucking. I don't know if that's the right way to go. Why? Why not? Then you, 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 you do like it's, a little pillow on the face action, like what? And, no, but I'm just saying, like some girls like that stuff, like pulling the hair. Oh man, no? I've been married ten years, dude. I wouldn't. I, I, that's marriage. If sex. I bump into, yeah, but if I bump into like a a, a young girl, I'm, yeah. excuse me, I'm so sorry. Like, could ever imagine just hooking up and like being like. Let me just grab her throat and assume that that's something that they're this into. Is something, but I'm saying a screamer might be into the outrageousness of that type of sex. So, like, yeah. as an option, maybe you could like switch the position so that her face is in a pillow. Well, so now she's screaming into the pillow. And also, is it like something with everything? Is it like all the sex, sexual stuff they're doing? Like, you know, if they're the foreplay, is she going crazy during that too? Yeah. Is it just sex? I think, or I, is it when she straps one on and plows him? Maybe a finger in the mouth. Pegs him. <laughs> like a peg. Like he pe- he, he yeah, likes now she's pegs. yelling like, you yeah, know. Maybe she's like yeah. fucking around like she's on, a, <laughs> on one a of those, horse. those, those uh, mechanical bulls. I, I think he's screaming to try to hang on while she pegs her boyfriend. That's obviously what's yeah, happening well, here. This is, this is obviously where my, everyone goes. You Please. Know? I mean, riding the, you know, the yelling like yeehaw and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to hold on to his neck fat. Yeah. I just think like. He can do moves during the sex hmm. that can quiet her down. What? Stop? Finger in the mouth. What? While she's on top. When she's on top, you just put a finger in the mouth. She can't scream with a finger in the mouth. Now she's sucking on a finger while she's riding you. There you go. Did you ever see a kid go to a pediatrician and they get the, their, that tongue depressor put in their mouth? They yeah. can scream with something uh, in their mouth. Yeah, but it's not as, as gu- without the gusto. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. <laughs> Gag, you could gag her. I mean, I don't know how far we're allowed to go here. I'm not saying like to hurt the person, but I'm saying like take the sex in a direction that keeps her from screaming. Is this coming from the Middle East? This email, because I mean, the laws are a lot looser over there. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Steve Ranazizi, hear me. This book. Yep, that's where you can find his podcast. iTunes, Stitcher, everything. Let's do another one. She wants. I mean, on this subject, she wants to tie me up and have her husband watch. Terrible idea. Terrible. Jay, Jizzle Trizzle. What's up, man? Been listening to the podcast for like three years now. Your vice always comes through in the clutch. See, I've helped people. Yeah, like the finger in the <laughs> mouth. Finger in the mouth. Shh. <laughs> Maybe that's a move. Let me, yeah. We'll do, a, do a cute come hither shush. <laughs> oh, baby. Whisper. That being said, I really need advice on this one. There's an 896 smoke show MILF housewife. Wow, that's a mouthful. There's this 896 Smoke Show eight, MILF nine, housewife. Six. Has the end number... It's usually better. We've these are. I'm giving you some like eight nine six some wild that. emails right now. They, you know, Milf. We'll do a female email next. Okay. And, and but uh, you don't. No, I'm not. But I, I, I hear I'm where you're always coming. trying to get the the numbers correct in my mind. That's been on my dick for a while now. Of course. <laughs> of course. They're always on your dick. Always on their dick. What with the most perfect fake yiddies. Hmm. I've ever seen with a Y. I've never seen that. We Snapchat on the reg and always talk the freakiest shit ever. Today while snapping, she mentioned that she's into bondage, wanted to tie me up and shit. Fuck yes, I'm all about it. But she also said her husband wants to watch. Shit, part of me, 
part of me thinks a dream come true, but another part of me thinks she's going to tie me up and have her husband ass rape me or something. What do I do? Do I go through with this crazy shit, smash this milf back into 1985 for risk the chance of getting ass raped or worse? Oh, and what, what if he records it? I just thought of that. I'm not trying to end up on Pornhub. Or do I play it safe and just jerk off to some, some cuckold porn? I bet you're into some weird shit, so I'd love to hear your take on this. Thank you. Shout out to Mansam for keeping it real on his podcast. It's a producer. Oh, by the way, there is a lot of cuck- cuckold porn out there now. I'm seeing a it's lot, a big thing. A it's a lot big thing. more of cuckold well, porn. Well, I think like we've got with porn, we like dipped our toe into waters, and now you go swimming, and now we're getting farther and farther away from the dark, from yeah, the dock. Now we're jet skiing in the middle of the ocean. Yes, yeah. and a shark's going to come bite a couple of us, but you might have a good time on that wave. This guy, I think it's a terrible idea to tie. Get first of all, no, it's bad. The Have you ever been in a situation? No, where like older woman. Oh, I've, i yeah. When I was in college, I had sex with an older woman. Yeah, but I mean, it was just me and her. That was there was no uh, yeah, like. Yeah, of course. But like, she was what, single. Not nothing like ever like married or anyone like. What was the older like a, woman experience like? For amazing, you? amazing. I was right? eighteen. She was thirty. That's older. But and she's already gotten rid of all that like. You know, body issues, confidence oh, issues. Yes. She knows exactly how she wants. That's an older woman. That's the key to an older woman. Yeah, she exactly taught me. how they want to get off. She taught me what Rip. I need to know. Yeah, it was amazing. That's great. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Because you want guys, girls don't understand this. We want a girl who has a plan. Yeah. Anytime I had sex up until that point, it was always like two people having sex. There was never any like discussion. Like, is that something yeah. you like? Or like, she was like, I remember like the first time we did it, she like stopped and she's like, wait, wait, stop, stop, look at me. <laughs> Easy. Relax. Yes. And I'm like, Whoa, Mr. What? Miyagi all yeah, of like, a sudden. Are you okay? She's like, yeah, I'm fine. But just relax. <laughs> yeah. Take this towel. Go to yeah. the wall. Start oh, wiping okay. it down. Right, left, you right, left. Fuck? No, let's just relax. <laughs> um, I don't think it's a good idea to get tied up and be because you're going to. Yeah. Here's the problem. You're going to murder. Suicide only happens with lovers tr- quarrels. He could, yep. you know, like you don't know, like maybe they want it today, but with love and like emotions and shit, tomorrow this guy might come off his fucking meds and be like, you know what? I didn't like what happened, and I'm gonna fucking kill that guy. Not yeah, not even that. Like maybe like you're walking into a situation where this married couple got into an argument about the milk or whatever like three <laughs> hours before this, but th- this whole thing's been set up. Yeah, you know, and it's like okay, cool, we're just gonna go through it anyway. We'll just put it up, brush it under the rug. Yeah, and then like when you get there, something happens and she says something weird and then it spawns it up again and you're now tied up fucking this guy's wife and he just today's not the day anymore. Yes. One day a, a, a real rain's gonna come, <laughs> you know, like Travis Bickle style. Yes. Pulls out an axe. Chops his wife's head in half. Yeah. And then who do you think he's coming for next? Yeah, you think he's going to cut off the reins, <laughs> cut off your ties, and, let and then you let you go out, knowing that you just Bye-bye. watched him cut his yeah. wife's head in half? No, you're dead, too. Yeah. This is a Ron Goldman situation. So, I mean, look. <laughs> Don't do it. Jack off to the thought that someone wanted to do that. Yeah. I think that's the move. J-Train yep. Podcast. It's really it's weird. I mean, <laughs> I, I get the, the wanting to do it. I get it. I get the idea of, like, you know, it's it's uh, troubled waters, you know. You want to? I don't even know if I could have sex with someone just sitting there watching. Yeah, and also you don't know what the husband looks like. Like, like how do you even say hi to him? Am I getting paid? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a, a, a lady listener. How about that? Sure. Does that sound good to you? Sounds good. Two birds with one stone. The women ones are usually longer, but we They're- have. Women email oh, music okay. usually, so they're going to say. So she writes, J Train, 888, play the music, lady listener, feather on the nut scene. 
Here we go. So she's feathering the nuts as a female email. I know sometimes the lady emails tend to ramble or give too many details, but I'm here trying to break that stereotype and ask two short questions in one email. Okay? okay. Question one. The boy I was hooking up with just got back with his ex-girlfriend. I'm still into him, and our hookup didn't end badly. He just kind of faded out, and recently he has Snapchatted his ex, which leaves me... Wait a minute. The boy I was hooking up with just got back with his ex-girlfriend. I'm yep. still into him, and our hookup didn't end badly. He just kind of faded out, and recently he has Snapchatted his ex, which leaves me to believe he's back with her. Oh, so he put up a snap with okay. his ex. Uh, is it okay for me to text him and ask if they are back together and tell him to keep my number in case they didn't work out and genuinely wish him the best and I'm happy he's happy? What do you think about that? Um, it's You're giving the power to him then. Yeah. Um, which is, who knows, maybe that's if you're if she's that interested in him, yeah. If she wants to, like, see if he's – if she wants to date him, I would say, yeah, call him up and be like, hey, what's up? I just want to see if you're – I saw a picture with you and your girl. Just, Are you back with her, or is this something that you're still, you know? I think if she genuinely means that, then that's okay. I think what she's saying, yeah. like, yeah, if you mean that. If you're not going to, like, if you have no ill will, and you're like, hey, good luck with your life, but I'm here with this vagina that's ready to go and wet. Like, it, that's cool. Okay. But if the way she says it, I'm still into him. If you're still into him, you sending that is you kind of, like, hurting yourself. Like, it's like... You're saying like, okay, here's your last. You're you're basically sending out one last, uh, yeah, one last flare from the island, being like, hey, and it's only gonna make you feel bad. If he comes back, he comes back. No guy is is gonna break up and not look back through their phones through a good experience. He'll come to you, but he, I don't yeah. think he'll not come to you because he didn't send that email, that text. He'll come to you. And I just way. worry. I hope it's not ill intention that she was just kind of hanging out with him and liked him. But now because he's back with his girl, it becomes, you know, what you can't have is something, you know, sometimes well, more attractive to you. Yeah. Than, you know, so maybe that's it. I would hope that's not it, because if that is it, I would say do yourself. You know what the right thing to do is. Just leave him alone. And then if you see him again or you if you be know cool. he's single, be cool and hook up with him again. Yeah. I And I think like this will only make her feel bad. If she sends a text and gets nothing back, that's another week invested in this guy that you could have been meeting new guys. Yeah. That's another week of feeling down on yourself because he didn't text you back. Yeah. So I would say or don't. or I mean, or write him an email or write him whatever, however you write him. And just let him know, like, hey, by the way, I know we hooked up. I'm still sort of interested, but I'm not sure if you're back with your girl. Mm. But then you have to really do it. You can't just, you know, you, you have to you have to really be interested. As much. Your yeah. intentions have to be true. And if they are, just do it. He, she writes, I want to let him know we're cool. I'm happy for him, but in a flirty way, let him know not to forget about me if it doesn't work out with his ex in the future. Let's be real. They didn't work out in the first place, so it probably won't in the future. Yeah, she's probably right. I just want to let him know that I'm still down for something uh, to happen between us in the future since we never really got a chance for, to try for a relationship. How would you react if a girl messaged you something like this? I would be cool with it, but I, I would. Uh, it would be about me. It wouldn't be about her, you know? What do you mean it would be about Like if a girl you? messaged me that, like, hey, I'm still here if you ever break up with the girl, I would never be like, feel the need to like make sure she felt okay about this situation. I'd be like, oh, okay, now I got a fucking thing in my back pocket. Oh, you're saying you wouldn't tell your girl? I'm, I'm confused. But uh, She's saying how would you feel if a girl was like, hey, good luck with the new girl. I just want to let you know I'm still here ready, willing, and able. Okay. Um, 
So you're saying you would feel towards I, her? I'm like just saying sh- I wouldn't give her the amount of thought that she maybe she wants out of that text. I don't like the idea of sending a text with something wanting in return. And what she's saying is she likes him. So she's going to want some sort of answer from him. And I think just being there and being cool and waiting, you know, like, don't wait for him, but, like, it's going to come back to you. Yeah, I know. There's always that thought, though. It's like, well, what if this guy just is, like, sort of not – he's into her, too, but not doing the same thing, hedging his bets and know. getting back with his girl. He doesn't know. Um, I don't think that's a bad thing. How it makes how it would make me feel, yeah, I would feel – you know, if I liked her, I'd feel great. Yeah. If I was happy with where I was, you know, I would just say – I did this to a girl. Would you? Oh, oh you! I, uh, I saw a girl on like Instagram. You're with someone, but I still like you. you I did. saw her on Instagram, and we were messaging back and forth, and we were supposed to actually go on like a date. This is like months ago, and then she canceled last second, and then I was like, and then I saw her on Instagram again. I was like, hey, we never made that date happen. She's like, I was kind of, and then she wrote back honestly. She was like, I'm kind of seeing a guy. It's kind of working out right now, and I was like, that's cool, no problem. Um, if it doesn't work out, I'm here. I'm hanging. I did that, and. And she was cool with it, and she wrote back nicely. But like, yeah, I wish you the best of luck. I hope yeah. things work out great. If you ever see yourself, you know, free again, or you know, give me a call. I think you're a great person. Yeah, That's I it. just, best I just think it shouldn't, it shouldn't be such a long love letter that like you're like, okay, maybe this is my one last shot. Yeah, let him go. Hey, what's up? It's me. Hope you're doing well. I saw a picture of you and your ex girl back together. Not sure if that's the truth, but I just, yeah. if it was, wanted to let you know. Hey, I really had a great time with you. I think you're interesting and funny and cool. If you're happy in your relationship, great. But if not, I just want you to let you know. Give me a call a or, you know, if you're around. Right. Question two, she writes, on a previous podcast, a guy mentioned how he had a lot of girlfriends and you suggested to use that to his advantage. I did. I think if you have, like, a lot of chick friends, uh-huh. you go out to the bars with them, they're – they're your your refer they're your referral base. Yeah, of course. It's great. Yeah. Right? So she writes, I'm in the reverse situation and hang out with a lot of dudes. It's definitely not the same situation. I find that girls introduce their guy friends to random groups of girls to help set them up, but guys aren't going up to a group of other dudes to introduce me. No. Guys are only hanging out with her for a couple reasons. <laughs> okay. One because she's cool and maybe yeah. one of them might probably be interested in her. But it's to make them look like human beings. Yes. <laughs> it's to humanize them. It's to yeah. humanize them and make, like, you know, the same reason Cosby's walking in with fucking Rudy Huxtable to, to the, you know. Yes. To make him look like a, a yeah. human being. Yeah, that's so, why he has a female lawyer. Yeah. That's why, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is what's happening with this girl. They know I won't fuck them, so it's a mutual understanding, but they are also more protective, so they aren't pawning me off to a random group of dudes. Yeah, they're not going to give you away their best witness you know no. like, um i also feel like guys see me surrounded by eight dudes and don't want to approach me or feel like i must be one with one of them this yeah is also probably true. uh how should i approach a situation like this if you saw one girl with a group of guys would you approach her no no uh i'm not intimidated to walk up to a group of guys but it's is that what i'm going to have to do in that situation yeah yeah she's gonna have to you have to detach from the group like and it takes a really fucking confident dude to think that those eight dudes, none of them was trying to get with you. I mean, you'd have to, like, start a conversation with the guys first. Yeah. If but you then were a even guy. those guys, if you were like, oh, and those are my buddies, and they look over and they see a fucking football team. Yeah. <laughs> like, one guy's going to be like, yeah, I just don't want to fucking go through all that stuff. I don't want um, to go through the, the O-line. I would be I would, – if she was here, I'd want to know if she was seriously not interested in any one of those guys. Yeah. I find that just – I don't know. I feel like they would. She's probably interested in one of them on the down low, and just hoping to that they he picks up on it. Yeah, I. 
I mean, I, I think don't she's got to like, bring more what, girls. If that you're situation. interested in guys, why wouldn't you hang out with available guys that you want to or you would be able to be with? If she can't be with any of them, mm. or she doesn't want to be. Yeah. Then she's got to go put herself in a situation where she could be, you know, she could be approached. She. That's the thing. She's putting herself at a disadvantage right now. Yeah. And she's got to change that dynamic. And that means bringing more girls. It's also the very horrible. Like, what's wrong with this girl that out of these eight guys, nobody wants to fuck her? Yeah, well, that's I'm sure she's great. You know, everyone has their own thing. But like, I I don't like that. She was like, they know they don't want to hook up. I don't want to hook up with them. It's mutual. Like, why don't you put down that barrier? Maybe you start flirting with some of these dudes a little bit. Like, I just don't like the yeah. girl that's like, the, the girl, there's always, because things can change, you know? Of course. So I don't like when the girl's like so in front of that where they're like, you know, these are my guy friends. We ain't fucking, like, has to like yell it to the yeah. heavens or some shit. Yeah. You, you know that girl I'm it talking overcompensate, about? Overcompensate, yeah. Yeah, it's overcompensation. So it's like, why don't you let that down a little bit? Maybe there's some guys in that group that will help you out. Or bring in some girls. Yeah. Those guys are going to be happy. Put to yourself in a situation to win. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Steve Ranazizi. Pumped to do this with you, man. This, this is, is fun, man. I, I've, I've solved the world's problems. I know. I'm excited to do it. I've, uh, we, I've opened for you a couple other times. We've done this a lot yeah, here. Well, not here, but at the other at place. At the too. other Foxwoods. Yeah. But it's uh, it's cool to see mm-hmm. it. And, like, you know, and if you haven't seen Steve live, you got to go see him yeah. when he comes to your city and all that uh, shit. Philly in this summer. I'm going to be in Philly in Huntsville, Alabama. I'm going go to I've Alabama. Been to Huntsville. The new club, that Levity Live, whatever. No, it is I've it? been there for uh, Alabama Penn State football game. Oh, nice! Because that's where the Alabama. I think so. I've never been before. I, think. I have no idea. I know NASA. Someone's going to text, tweet me. NASA, and say that I'm the idiot. space people are there. Oh, really? In Huntsville. This was called Shiksa trying to get some consistent Jew dick. Okay, what's Shitska mean? Shiksa. What's Shiksa? A Shiksa is a non-Jewish girl. I thought that was a goy. That's a. That's just all of you. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is, so Shiksa Goy is, is a like, gender-specific is non-Jew. a female non-Jew that dates a Jew. Oh, jeez. You guys really... Okay. Well, yeah, listen, the dating stuff, Fiddler on the Roof wasn't kidding. You know, like that. that's a, the matchmaker shit. Italian girls who date non-Italian guys are called whores. <laughs> that's, that's what you got. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jared, I'm a new listener that has been binge listening to your podcast lately. So shout out to Ellie for telling me how to hop on the J train. It's been a funny ride. Story background. Became close friends with a coworker, and feelings between us are mutual. He's a seven seven nine. He yes. Seven, Guys or girls and didn't use the rating. Seven seven Face, nine. Body personality. I bet you get that last number so higher than the other numbers. Way more with women. <laughs> women <than> about men. <laughs> <laughs> you got some very specific emails, but yeah, he asked me to go to his frat formal. I told him yes, but I wasn't interested in sex. I said this so I wouldn't get my feelings hurt with a one and done because I didn't know what he wanted. How do you feel about college? It sounds like it, yeah. So say it again. She went. She got asked to go to a frat party. Frat frat formal, so it was like a date specific type of event. She said yes, but I wasn't interested in sex with him, and or is she saving herself? She's no. It it seems like with him. I said this so I wouldn't get my feelings hurt with a one and done because I know what he wanted. Okay. Because I didn't know what he wanted. I would say to any girl out there, I do a bit about this. You don't have to say that. Just don't have sex. That's okay. I think what she's saying, but like to put it out front like that, that takes a lot of like the, the fun and mystery out of a night. I, I just think like, if you don't want to have sex, please don't have sex. I'm not, I'm not, say, I'm not pushing you to, into that. I'm saying own that. Own it with yourself. 
And if a guy says to you, hey, let's go back to the room, then, then say, hey, listen, I'm having a great time, but I'm just not looking to have sex right now. That's yeah. okay to do. But yeah. I think to say, like, if a guy comes to you and says, can you come to my frat formal? And the first thing is, yeah, I'll go, but I'm not fucking you. It's just like, all right, maybe he didn't see it going that way anyways. You know, yeah. like, give him the chance to not be a dickhead. Yep. So instead, you know what I mean? You can you can more in a more subtle way do it where yes. you're like, OK, I'm, I'll meet you there or like, you know, play um, it right. Yeah. Like kind of get indications to like not just whatever you want to do is what I'll do with you. You know, like have your own game plan. Yes. So that you can, first of all, be able to bail if you yeah. don't feel like you want to be have there a friend anymore. ready to pick you up on Uber ride, you know, like whatever. Yeah, whatever it is. It just have like a game plan of like and then make sure I guess you can. You can kind of let him know the game plan so that – and guys, look, when it comes to sex, they're pretty smart in the sense of like, oh, I think she's trying to tell me that we're not going to – like this yeah. is not going to be like – She's uh, backing off. We're going to – yeah, we're going to go and we're going to – like it's going to be after the, the thing, we're going to go back and fuck and do something else. Like it's, she's got other plans. She's, she's giving me the indication that this is not something yes. that she wants And he, he can sniff romantically. that out. And also, if, and if you have so much fun together and then you And if leave, he doesn't pick it up, then maybe you say, like, look, by the way, yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't I, – this is sort of weird, but it feels like, you know, I just want to let you know, like, I'm not sleeping over tonight or any of that stuff. Yeah, like, I like you. And any guy's but, goal for, like, a date situation or a girl's goal is to have the most fun. So, hey, I can't wait to be there with you. And then be there with them, have fun. And then it, if sex happens, like, that's fine, too. But, like, yeah. that's not the – it shouldn't be – Why don't you go on a date with him before that? that people sniff that shit out. If it's two weeks away, go, hey, you know what? Why don't we go on a date or if – Well, then he says, she's not no, interested she, went in all, she went already. She wrote, I told, him how I, uh, I told him how I felt at formal, and he got nervous and denied feelings for me. He still managed to be flirty and then, get je- and then gets jealous – when a brother hit on me, later found out he denied feelings because my sex commit comment translated to not interested in him. His mom asked him if I was Jewish. Man, this got serious real quick. His mom <laughs> and asked- his dad got upset because I'm not. He told his parents, uh, told me his parents are mad. He isn't dating Jewish girls. His dad is borderline orthodox. Uh, his mom is in, more into Judaism as a culture, and he was raised conservative. He told me their will, their will sa- says he has to marry a Jewish girl. This is getting very... Yeah, no wonder she didn't fuck him. That threw me He's off, so I hooked up with someone else, and so did he. Overall, lots of miscommunication. Still into him slash salty where we let o- left off. Question. Should I move on slash forget about it or clear the air with, uh, a- after summer break and see where things go? It sounds like this this guy's got a laundry list of problems. Dead in the water. He's got a fucking agreement with his parents yeah. and who he has to marry. That's that's a that's dowry shit right yeah. there. It's like <laughs> you're never gonna win this, this guy's is, heart. This is also and now you're gonna guy, try young guy, young girl communication level. Like yeah. she had to come out and say, "I'm not here for sex, but I will go with you." Like everything is contractual. You, it shouldn't be contract until you get married. That's sure. the contract. So, yeah. like, once you two go have fun with together and then say, and learn about each other, and then you can say, yeah, go on a date or something first. But I think for her, I think you should move on from this guy. This guy sounds like he's got a lot of problems. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Steve Ranazizi, hear me this book. Go check out that podcast. Uh, let's do some would you rathers. Is that cool? Okay. We do would you rathers. We do hypotheticals. And um, we'll put it in because we're coming up. We got another show. 
We have two shows tonight. Two shows tonight. This is between the shows. Yeah, the second one's... Oh, okay. Social media photos hypothetical. Okay? Okay. We usually do this at the end, and then we do some news, but, you know, this is a loose... Sure. You know... This might be a bonus episode. This is a bonus. This might... We don't know what we're going to do with We this. don't know, but we, I, we do no have that idea. live music in the background. Could, Billy Joel can. So... It's amazing. It might be called Billy Joel with... Isn't this great, by yeah. the way, that, that the audience gets a real look in at the, the glamorous life of stand-up <laughs> we're comedy? In, we're in the green room. In there's... a tiny green room, which was last night was the changing room for eight sweaty men. How do you feel? So, so they had a male review uh, here at the club. Yeah, male dance A lot of comedy show. clubs, they'll do other things. Yeah. Magicians, hypnotists. I've last night was like a Chippendales yep. male thing. What did you think? It was amazing. I mean, I, look, I... My wife tells me because she goes to see like Magic Mike and stuff, mm. and she's, it, she says it's you have no idea how ridiculous it is. It's yeah. not like she's like I watch it on a lot of different levels. I watch it because the the reactions that it elicits from the audience, yeah, like women go crazy. I mean, she's like, you of saw course, she's like it's men strip shows are just ridiculous as it is. She goes, of course. Do I think Channing Tatum is an unbelievable dancer and yeah. has an unbelievable body? Yes, yeah. I appreciate it. But it's still ridiculous to watch him and have like be surrounded by like hundreds of women, fucking <laughs> screaming. screaming at the top of and, their lungs. And we went in there last night, and it was like ravenous. Yeah, the women were out of control. I told you that that one lady that was screaming at the door. She's she was yelling at the establishment management. She was like, "I've seen half a cock. I've seen the head, <laughs> but I want to see a whole cock." And I was just like, "Whoa!" It's funny when a woman you like. In your dreams, you're like, oh, man, I just want one woman to say to me in my life, "No, I want to see a full cock. And then you see you it. You should go see like, this oh. show. Because the poor dancers, they have <laughs> it's like, like. seeing how the hot dogs are made. They have, yeah, the looks on their faces <laughs> like they're being held hostage. It, and it was funny because we're sitting at the bar drinking, and then we just see them doing clothing changes, and we see a construction worker walks yeah. by, a police officer, a fucking rabbi. It's you like know? being <laughs> backstage at a, at a uh, what's that band with the fucking. Yeah, the YMCA, the, yeah, the Village People Village concert. People concert, yeah. <laughs> Would you rather meet or match a chick that, okay? So, huh? so like, match on an app okay. or meet a girl was super hot on her social media and dating apps. You jack off to her Insta dozens of times and have many wild fantasies. Then when you meet her in person, she's not actually hot at all. You bang once and it was forgettable. So that's one chick. Okay. So you have the social media hot yep. with not hot in person, bang once, game over. Okay. Or meet or match a chick that is not hot on her social media. You decide to meet up late night. She turns out to be super hot. You bang once, and it was amazing. You only get to have sex with said chick once. I'm going for the latter because I appreciate a chick who knows how to undersell and overdeliver. That's what he writes. Okay. And that's a lesson of this podcast. By the way, it's a unicorn. There's no woman that <laughs> makes herself ugly on Instagram for the whole world to see and then just hopes she runs into yeah. you with her exquisite body and face. <laughs> oh, so, and then in right. the darkness yeah. of night. Do I want to fuck a unicorn? Sure, I'd love to yeah. fuck the unicorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that this one. This guy sounds smart, too. <laughs> he picked the unicorn, too. Find me the girl that, but yeah. It's, it's kind of one of those things, like, do I want the girl for the one night that is hot, or do I want, you know, the years of masturbation with her, <laughs> with her social media, yeah. profiles? That's yeah. really the choice. We're, you know, um, are we investing for the future, or are we just gonna spend the money today? It's disappointing. So no, because the other girl, yeah. you could have years in advance going forward of mm. thinking back about it. Oh, you can think back. That's yeah. 
I like that. Yeah, I'm going with the second girl. Yeah, of the course. Hot, it's the a better night. option. Here. Sup, J-Train. I'm on a work trip and just realized I forgot to my face wash and lotion. I tried to go out without it. What? And caved and went to the store five minutes later. This means me, leads me to the hypothetical. What is one toiletry you cannot live without? Hmm. Think of it as being stuck in the middle of nowhere and you get the one thing that aids your personal hygiene. Chapstick. Really? Yeah, and I use a special one. What do you use? It's this is a J Train podcast exclusive. It's Jack Black. It is not the Jack Black, the actor Jack Black. I just imagine you opening Jack up a, a, a lip balm and, and a big guy just comes Jack out going, Black oh, lip yeah. Balm, big different, it's got SPF. They have all these different flavors. Really? Season one of the league, the makeup girl got this for me. And I used to use regular old chapstick, mm. like just the wax. Just whatever, like the. But the she's lip. like, this is this is actually moisturizing your lips and putting. Really? Yeah. So like now I cannot live without Jack Black. Yeah. Like my like if I don't put chapstick or like this stuff on my lips like twice a day. Wait a minute. Yeah. But th- th- there's a couple things with chapstick. Uh huh. They say you become addicted to it. Probably I have. And yes. You have. Yeah. A hundred percent. Why would they name it Jack Black? What's the name of the guy that owns it? It's like a. What a you know, what a, a power it's a move! Cosmetic company. It's probably they probably have like a you know there's Kate Spade, and, yeah, uh, and uh, Jack Spade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both Spade's brothers, uh-huh. David Spade's sister and brother. So like, you know, they just have different like you know male saying, male section and female. That's a real line in the sand that you've made when you're like I, I know there's a Jack Black out there. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah, I thought it was like his thing, but it's not. So it's, Jack uh, Black, what I what order what it flavor? like on Amazon. Oh, so you get like boxes of it. I'll get like three or four at a at a That's time. That's a little like a travel size. No, this is the real size of all of them. <laughs> That's a ball. Yeah, yeah. But I got like six packs of them. I this did is not natural mint. This it's really good. There's pineapple. There's vanilla. There's all different flavors. I don't use any chapstick. I always wipe great. it off. No, they're great. Okay, I'm gonna go with um, the one toiletry. I mean, look. I guess you could say toothbrush if you didn't want to be a savage, but, but I you, think he's, this person's looking for some sort of answer beyond. I know like, mouthwash. It's like if you went on naked and afraid, you're gonna get a pot, you're gonna get a knife. Yeah. But what are you bringing as your other item? I know, tweezers, because these eyebrows. Oh, that's a good one, man. These eyebrows don't tame. It the, is. Don't just have. This doesn't just happen. If I go three or four days without getting a good look at my eyebrows. Yeah. I've been on stage before where they've gotten long enough where it like I can't I actually have you to can like see the you know brow. when you like you know when like your hair falls down your face you have to like push it back yes yes I actually have to do that with my eyebrow <laughs> like in the middle of a joke like pushing back my eyebrows I'll wake up in the morning and I'll be like they'll be like Wolverine because like if I push them you know like on a satin couch yeah when you push it one stairs. direction yeah. and it looks a different way that's yep. like my eyebrows yeah so I would say the tweezer mm-hmm. is the one let's do more hypothetical. Oh, whoa. This is called First J-Train Prom Couple. Okay. These Papa, are young people listening we to got, this. Yeah, we got, like, I got to show you my Instagram. This kid put his senior photo up, and he quoted me in his senior photo. Oh, my God. It was the most flattered I've ever been. And the person above him, he took a picture of it. The person above him quoted Maya Angelou. And then you. And then me. What a fall from grace I'm, that yearbook I'm went through. I'm in a through. fucking green room. Yeah. <laughs> doing this Listening shit. to fucking <laughs> piano Papa player. Wise Owl. I'm a high school senior but living in Germany mm. where I find myself continuously at taking advantage of and abusing the legal drinking age. Irregardless. Is that a word? It is, I think. No, it's not. It's regardless. It's just regardless. Irregardless. 
I don't know. I would feather your sage nuts had I the time, but a long-time listener isn't in need. It's that time of year again, prom. Simply, I was hoping you could do me a solid in asking my girlfriend to prom. Oh, we sent this like two weeks ago. Oh, whoops. I turned her on to the podcast some months ago, and she's listened to, av- to it avidly ever since, even writing in. So what are you saying helping me pull off the first J-Train pro- podcast proposal and helping out one more than you could imagine? Below is a poem I've composed for you to read to her <laughs> with, uh, with her partial name included. So cue the music or use that bean-boiling voice of yours to set the mood and begin. Thanks a bunch. Should we read his poem? Yes, I but by the way, irregardless is a word. It is a word. It was popularized in a dialect of American speech in the early 20th century. It's increasingly widespread spoken use called into the attention usage commentators as early as 1927. I didn't expect to learn from a high schooler how to speak the English language from Germany. But, <laughs> but we learned something it new. It says use regardless instead. You, it says it does, to? yes. Regardless. Yes. Irregardless is like regardless for douchebags. For dummies. Yeah. To my own OKP. This is so you're going to read this poem? I'm going to read this poem. OKP, we say, like, if someone's come on in the beginning, they okay. come back, original key player. Got it. So he uses that in his prom prose. All right. To my own OKP, I dedicate this very poem for Papa JT's sweet, soft voice is sure to make you moan. <laughs> Wait a moan and poem do not rhyme. <laughs> he wrote, to my own OKP, I dedicate this very poem for Papa JT's sweet, soft voice uh, is sure to make you moan. I'm just a six, seven, eight. Moan. Moan. <laughs> I'm just a six, seven, eight and in need of a date, but you're not, you're a nine, nine, nine and conveniently already mine. Wow. I'm no man, Sam DeVito or Stone. These are all regulars on the show. Got it. But maybe this dog too can bone. So hop on the J train, Cambria Bay. I'll take you to Pound Town, USA. He's getting better as the poem goes on. Well, yeah, I mean, he's, <laughs> he didn't USA. start off very well. Pound Town, USA. He can't, she can't show this to her mom. No. Of all the fish in the sea, I thought you might ask, why, why go with me? Simply, I'll bring the flask. This guy's a senior? <laughs> he's in Germany. Pound Town, USA. This I'll bring no the flask. This is no hypothetical. Say yes, and we'll get chemical. If not, my white flag shall be drawn. But will you go with me to prom? Wow. I hope Good. she says no. I, I hope she flat out amazing. fucking says no, you lunatic. First of all, moan and poem don't rhyme. Moan you and poem. Second of all, irregardless, you you're never taking anyone to Pound Town. It doesn't exist. Pound Town. <laughs> He's going. Irregardless, we did him a, a irregardless. Solid. Yeah, I mean, you did read the poem. I hope she, she broke up with him. <laughs> that was amazing. I gotta say, I'm I'm very happy that he's uh. First of all, I hope she goes with him and then sends a picture of her not banging him. Yeah, I mean, this is... Th- I can't wait to hear their vows if they ever actually do <laughs> stick together. Mom, he asked. Babe, asked. I love you so much. You make me so fucking horny. <laughs> we'll do one more hypothetical. You got time? Absolutely. Let's do it. Would you rather live until 100 and have everybody else close to you live to 1,000 without you or live to 1,000 but everyone else close to you dies? Wait, so I got to live to 100 and everyone... Bl- my friends live to a thousand. Yes. Or I live to a thousand and everyone dies at a hundred. Yes. Um, I'm going to die at a hundred. Yeah. It depends. What, what, what age do I stay at though? Do I become a hundred years old? Like, do, what do they you mean? become like, I saw an old woman today and it was, it frightened me into wanting to die. Oh, I don't want it. I don't want to live to a hundred to begin with. But yeah. if I'm offered one of those two scenarios, 
It's the hundred. It's the hundred. Get me off this earth. Yeah, I mean, or I mean, technically, I'll live to a thousand, and then after everyone dies, I'll try to kill myself at like around. <laughs> I'm definitely not making it to a thousand. No, but I I think if if I stayed thirty two, like I'm thirty two right now, yeah. and I stayed this way till a to thousand. A thousand? You'd want to live a thousand fucking years? Mm, I don't want to see what this place becomes. No, thanks. I'm good. A hundred. A hundred. Yeah. Yeah. And, My and biggest fear is that they're not co- they're coming up with all diseases like cures for dessert. Like we're gonna live to 140. We're gonna get we're gonna get there. I mean, like this is a pretty hilarious case of FOMO. It is. Yeah. <laughs> like for her to be like, everyone's a thousand. A I'm gone. Yeah. No, I'm I, gonna I, miss all. The being parties. a selfish fuck, I'd rather live to 100 and have everyone <laughs> drop dead and have everyone live without me. They can talk about me. They can have fucking music festivals about me. Oh, we did this one. We'll do one more. Is that cool? Sounds good. I'm uh, Steve Ranazizi, but I'm pumped to have you here, man. Yeah, this man, it's is, fun. Uh, very cool. Um, Hitler hypothetical. Hello. This Never be, good. Would you rather be discovered in swastika tattoos all over your body, even face tattoos, that you could not cover up for 15 years, or every time you see an autistic person in public, you automatically recognize that they're autistic and have to... Pu- Come on, dude. I'm not doing this one. That's ridiculous. That yeah, I mean, like, that's... horrifying. Yeah. So you're saying either I have to walk around as a neo-Nazi or, or be completely the most inconsiderate person to handicap people? Insane. All right. Okay. Oh, I like this one. Because you've referenced the WWE once or twice, are you a wrestling fan? I'm not. I used to be. Me too. Back in the day. Yeah. Um, now I saw I don't... Jim Duggan. Yeah. Randy well, Macho Man Savage. Oh, yeah. I mean, I do a long hello at the beginning of these usually. Oh, that's cool. And I, I've gone over 30 seconds. Nice. Or, hashtag march to a minute. Perfect. Um, but that now I, I'm, I'm like, if I hear the storylines getting good, like when they had that dude that from Chicago that became big and then he left the WWE. I don't know. Someone's gonna tweet at me, but I I, I don't know. I got back into it for a half a second, but like got it was. It. But I this guy writes, you've referenced WWE once or twice. I suggest you a WWE edition of Fuck Mary Kill. Mm. Okay, All right. you got pictures? Yep, we got pictures. I've included three female wrestlers from the late '90s that might have been the apple of the of a pre of a Is pubescent Stacey Keebler in there? Eye. Is she one of them? Yes. Okay, it doesn't okay. matter. <laughs> I'd kill anyone, yeah. anyone on that list. To just have sex and nevertheless marry Stacy Keebler. Yeah, so I don't even know who's on that list. Well, and three female wrestlers from today. Not sure how many of your listeners follow this sort of entertainment, but by the number of zeros in John Cena's paycheck, someone must be watching it. Well, so here are the here are the choices: Trish Stratus, great; Steph McMahon, ne- kill; Stacy Keebler, done. I saw. I auditioned for the movie Semi Pro. Semi-pro. Semi-pro. Will Farrell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kent Alterman, who now runs Comedy Central, he directed it. Okay. So I'm auditioning. I'm in the, like, you know, the, one of the rooms. Like a, it's a holding room with a long hallway where you sign in chairs and stuff. And I'm, like, two away from going in. And all of a sudden, Stacey Keebler comes in, walking down the hallway in a bikini. And he No fucking way. Yeah, and you're like. like the thing she was auditioning for. And I remember. I. I. I know, like, I it wasn't subtle. I remember just looking at her and being like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, the, like it was, like, magni- like magnificent. Like, like yeah. uh, striking. Striking. I mean, so, look at her in this picture. Yeah, she's unbelievable. And she's super tall and athletic. Um, yeah, there's no so question So you're marrying Stacey Keebler. I'm doing it whatever I have to do. I'll kill the other two. <laughs> just to get to Stacey yeah, Keebler. Yeah, <laughs> you know. 
whatever it takes. I'm fucking uh, Stacy marrying Trish Stratus just because she also had the body I like. She's a little more curvy. Okay. And then I'm killing Steph McMahon. Perfect. He also put a new era one. I don't know these new ones. Oh, I don't know these girls. So the either. new ones is Charlotte Flair, which has to be Ric Flair's okay. daughter of some sort, Sasha Banks, and Alexa Bliss. These names. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, in the order, that girl who's that? I, I, the top one? Yeah. Charlotte Blair. I'll marry, Charlotte Flair. I'll marry her because then Ric Flair is her father in law. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. cool. That girl I'm going to kill. You're cu- killing Sasha Banks. Yep. And then that last girl, I guess I'll have sex Alexa with. Alexa Bliss. In the most if you have nurturing to. and loving way possible. <laughs> I'm with you. I got a, a, one class before we end. Okay. Coolest. You've done like movies and shit. What's the coolest memory you have? You have, a, you have like one memory. For what? Movies or? Comedy. Doing comedy in general. You have one thing. You have a, like a story that you like think back to and you're like, this is the f- most fun. Uh, we uh, the, Remember the f- second season of the league? We were at a bar in Dallas. We did a league live show and we went. It was right around Halloween. A league live show. Yeah, it was so Kroll, like, me, Lajoie, and um, that's a great show. And cheer, and, okay. And then uh, and this weekend we were going to the football game, so Katie and Mark came too. They didn't go on stage; they mm. just come and hung out. And we went to a bar after the show. The show was great, and it was right around Halloween. And it was one of those bars where people, you know, they had like a band in the back, and you could do like karaoke in front of a in front of a band. So yeah. we're sitting in the back listening, and it's packed, and they were having a. Uh, costume contest so people were dressed up for Halloween and all of a sudden the seas started parting everyone kind of knew who we were yeah. and then this guy comes over in a Mr. McGiblet's costume which is a character from yeah. the show like the gigantic yes co- I know exactly and he we were like holy shit and he came over to us and this is in Dallas and he was like I can't he didn't believe know you guys here. were going to no, be no. there he didn't know we were going to be so there so in his so mind he's like this he is bought, the craziest yeah, he went online in his apartment in Dallas yeah. two weeks ago <laughs> bought that costume yeah. he was like I'm going to go to this fucking bar on Halloween or around then as and Mr. McGibbons and, yeah, and, and like what's like the, in his mind what's like the best case scenario yeah. maybe he wins the contest <laughs> not that the f- six cast members from the show the that stars. he loves yeah. very niche show yeah. not big or actually at the bar that he's going to try to win the contest. At. <laughs> and did you guys? We were, we were like, we were, that's when we were new. Like, holy shit, this is something now. Like, people love this yeah, shit. Yeah, this is something now. Dude, that's so cool. Yeah. Steve, thank you for doing this. Cheers, man. Thanks I really for appreciate, me. appreciate it. it. Uh, Steve Randazizi, Easy, hear me this book. Yeah. That's his podcast. So, listen, what days does it come out? Tuesdays. Tuesdays. So, every Tuesday and Friday, this comes out. Get uh, uh, subscribe to Steve's podcast. Go yep. get involved with that. Um, one last thing, I'm gonna be at Laugh Boston June 22nd through the 24th. They gave me a whole weekend. I'm gonna I'm gonna headline. Nice. I, I've never done. I haven't done that club. Oh. I did the uh, Wilbur, but I'm supposed to do it. I think in November or something. Laugh Boston. Yeah, it's yeah. a really fun club. Yeah. Um, great stage and cool. Uh, I'm from outside of Boston, so that's like a big deal for me. My mom Good. is my new PR team, and um, so if you're in the area, I'm gonna be there the whole weekend. Four shows. Go get. I heard you do this bit, and, mm-hmm. I, I, and I've referenced it a bunch. I loved when you said this. The last time I opened for you, you're like, someone here knows me, and the rest of you don't know who I am. Yeah. And there was a lot of pressure on, on that, them, yeah. that one guy who was like, because we're going. Because they got brought. And I think that's going to be a situation for these shows. If you listen to this podcast, no one the fuck knows me. There's not even a way to Google me and see that I'm on a TV yeah, show. Yeah, you're asking the pet. Trust your friends. That's what you're saying. You're saying trust your friends. Yeah, your so, friends know that I'm funny, so just trust your friends. So I'm saying to, to you, you have to do me a solid. Yeah, and come to the show. Come to the show. Bring people, and it's going to be fun. It'll be a good yes. time. Yes. So, guys, thank you so much. We'll be back next episode. Boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production. 
powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at standuplabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom! Boom.